0: Hey there, welcome to Narrative Society. My name is Josh Ball, and I'm so excited to be sharing this podcast with you. We live in a world full of stories, but our life is telling a story. And so that's what this podcast is all about, finding the power in our stories. And so in this first season, I want to share with you a little bit of my story, specifically around death, grief, and loss. So make sure you subscribe and get ready for the Narrative Society podcast. Guys, we're here. It is 2022. I'm back. had a couple week break uh, from the podcast, but I'm excited to be uh, kicking off kind of the second half of this season with you of sharing around death, grief and loss. And so I'm going to continue the story with you. If you're new, uh, you maybe got shared this with your friends. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I would encourage you to go back to the beginning of this, this series and, and start from there, this beginning of the season, and listen your way through to get caught up on the story. But um, I don't know how you guys had a, your Christmas break and New Year's celebrations. Hopefully it was awesome. But I'm also really aware that um, just like I experienced a few years ago, it can be a really hard time. Um, that's a part of my story that my mom died four days before Christmas and even being here and we're, we're still in Australia right now as I'm recording this and spending time with our family and getting our visa sorted to go back to the States. And it's been such a good time. But honestly, over the Christmas break, it it was really special to be with family and be reunited again. But Christmas will never be the same for us because my mom, again, wasn't with us this Christmas and being back on this trip in Australia, my mom was hasn't been with us for these holidays and it's it's been really challenging and hard and we've been very reflective and it's been good to kind of have a couple week break from even doing this podcast and just like take a time out and just reflect and and, and feel the tsunami of, of grief that come to, come, sometimes can roll and just crush over you and just I, I've learned even on this trip to um, be totally okay with feeling the pain. Be totally okay with um, feeling the, the, the wave, weight of it hit you because it again just keeps reminding you of the love you have for them. And so I don't know what what life looks like for you right now as you're listening to this, but I'm just grateful you're listening. And I hope just a little bit of my story might be an encouragement to you. Uh, I'm again, not an expert when it comes to grief, but I've I've lived it out and I'm still living it out. And so, I want to share with you um, today um, a part of the story of when my mom died that um, I'll never forget. And I wanted to tell it from the vantage point of this present time and this present trip uh, in Australia. So, we're currently on the Gold Coast and that's where uh, we lived um, before we moved to the States. And so, we're back right now visiting family and, um, the other day, uh, Eli has, my son has been, uh, waking up kind of a bit earlier. So like he sometimes will wake up at like five, five six, I don't know, somewhere in there. The other day he, he woke up early. And so I decided to throw him in the car and go for a drive. And, um, I ended up at this cafe and I wasn't like thinking about this intentionally, but, um, I ended up at this cafe and looked across the street and saw this big bin, Goodwill uh, op shop, we call it in Australia, like a, a thrift store, whatever you call it, wherever you're from, but basically a place where people go and dump their clothes and their possessions to, to uh, for these charities to then sell at a discounted pr- price to people in, in difficult circumstances. And the other day, I was, I was standing in this cafe, it was early in the morning, and I was holding Eli, and I looked out at that um Big bin, and I like had this flashback, and just wave of grief hit me because I remember almost around the exact time three years ago, standing at that bin, putting my mum's clothes in that we had put into garbage bags in that bin. That I was I was throwing away my mum's possessions to then be given to to charity and. I was now standing 3 years later holding Eli in my arms, my child, my mom's legacy, looking at that bin and just like tears welled up in my eyes like 6 in the morning. And I, and I whispered in Eli's eyes, Eli's eyes, Eli's ears and said, "Hey buddy. That's where I left Mama Joe's possessions. But Mama Joe loves you so much. And it was a moment when I when I threw my mum's possessions in that bin, it just hit me that that in life these material things will come and go, that I had to throw away my mum's possessions, but I, I've taken with me my mum's legacy for the rest of my life and I had this moment standing at this cafe with now my son and looking at that bin and being just so surprised by grief at six o'clock in the morning and just kind of slaps me across the face. and But it again, just reminded me on of what is important in life, that our material possessions can go like that. But the way we make people feel, the the life and the decisions that we make, our character, who we surround ourselves with, the, the life that we live, those are the things that last because I've taken with me and as I'm holding my son, I, I am raising my son now in a way that I believe my mom would want me to raise my son. and I'm, I, I see myself parenting Eli the way my mom parented me and Eli is my mom's legacy and I wanted to share with you more around just that day when I had to get rid of my mom's possessions and it was, it was that first week after my mom had passed and we had yeah flown uh, from the States to Australia and spent Christmas morning as a family sitting at the table and looking at the seat where my mum had not sat at on that day thinking, man, she's not coming. And we won't sit around the table with her again on this side of eternity, but one day we'll be reunited with her again. But in that first week of uh, after my mum had passed, there was practical things that we had to do. we had to make a decision about will we do a burial or a cremation how Will we have her funeral? What will it look like? What will the structure of it be like? Will we do something private or intimate or will it be open to the wider public? We had to eat and all of a sudden our church community that we had grown up with said, hey, we're going to provide a meal train for you and you don't need to worry about it. And seeing these people come to our, our house and, and dropping off home, homemade food was just so humbling. And, and But then we also were just were sitting around dinner tables having conversations of this food that this community was bringing to us like there's things we have to do. And then I can't remember necessarily how many days after, but it was relatively early in the piece. My dad said, man, I, I think we need to get rid of mom's possessions. I just can't live and keep walking into the wardrobe and seeing all her clothes there. Like we, I need, I need them gone. It's too traumatic. And so my nan and Taylor um, said, we will do it. And so they went in like heroes because <laughs> I couldn't definitely not do it. And they ha they, they sorted through what what are the things we think we need to keep as keepsakes and what needs to go and they spent nearly all day going through her wardrobe and her jewelry and her all her possessions in her in in her room and making all like, right, these are the things we're gonna give away and these are the things we're gonna keep and it was such a strange feeling because it, towards after the end of the day, after they'd spent all day in there and they'd kind of made, hey, these are the clothes we're going to give away. And they made a pile on the bed for us kids and said, all right, we think these are some of the things that we should keep. What do you want to take? And so we all, as kids kind of come stumbling into my mom's, mom's, mom's room and look on the bed and I see uh, this this her, this watch that she hadn't worn in years, but she had this watch that she had worn uh, when I was a kid. And, and I remember the feeling of her arm when she would hug me and the coldness of the, the watch around my back. I remember being with my mom around bath time and my mom wearing this watch. I remember my mom wearing this watch when she would make our dinner Uh, As kids, I remember my mom taking us to school with her hand on the steering wheel and uh, looking across at her and she's wearing this watch. And this watch meant so much to me because it kind of encapsulated and was with us um, through all the memories as a kid growing up. And so I asked, can I please take this watch? And the watch, I looked at it, the battery wasn't working in it anymore. And it kind of was was a fitting thing because in a way it was it was a somber reminder that my mom's clock on life had stopped and finished. And so I, I took this watch, which which kind of encapsulated and was symbolic of all these memories I had with my mom, but now the, the clock wasn't running anymore. And I, I now have it hanging in my office as a, as a reminder constantly to myself to make the most... Um, of the time that I have in my life and I don't know when my clock will run out and the battery will stop and, and but I do know that I want to make the most of the time that I have right now and so I often occasionally just look at that watch and am um, might be reminded of a memory that I have with my mom as a kid or like remember on school holidays when she would have a plan to do some art or craft or being outside playing on the trampoline or whatever and I see this watch and it just reminds me of some memories but it also reminds me that I don't don't have an infinite amount of time on this side of eternity but one day I will be reunited with my mom and It was a healthy um, and special keepsake to take with me. And so I grabbed that watch off the bed and then my sisters, they took some possessions that that really was special to them. And then we said, okay, well, what are we going to do with the rest of all this stuff? And we said, well, we're going to give it away and we'll go give it to to the op shop. And we were like, well, who's going to take it down? And I offered and said, I can do it. And so I loaded up the car and um, with with all these clothes that she'd worn over all these years and all these possessions that she had accumulated and I had a car now full of these garbage bags and I drove towards this place and I think I had the watch in my pocket and I was just kept thinking about that my mom's not here and and all these possessions that she's had over the years like they don't matter like we don't care about these clothes anymore but we wish we wish she was here not her things but we wish she was here I I drove to that place just thinking about my mom and thinking about how she used to often say to us kids like hey make today count make today count and I think she did that I I think she lived each day with a sense of, I'm going to make the most of today. I'm going to love my family the best I can. And she was very present and focused on the each day that she had. And she didn't just live in the future waiting until one day sh- she could have this perfect checklist of, okay, I've arrived and everything's perfect in life. No, she was faithful every single day. I'm thinking about my mom and I'm driving towards this place and I had this moment where I pulled up to this bin with with these possessions and thinking about and I saw the people working inside and just thinking, man, like they have no idea what I'm doing right now. Like I'm about to put all my mom's possessions, these clothes that I've seen her wear years after years, and I'm just going to give them away and someone else is going to buy these for a dollar and they have no idea, but that's okay. And so I, I grab the first bag and kind of look at it in my hand and thinking like, this really is it. Like I'm I'm saying again goodbye to these possessions. And so I throw the first bag in the bin and I go and I grab another bag and I throw it in the bin. Then I grab another bag, and I, then tears kind of start to well up in my eyes as, as I'm just thinking about my mom and over the years and the years and the memories that have been made and the life that she's lived and everything of her possessions is built up to this, but it just means nothing to me. These possessions, are, don't, don't they, they mean so little. I, I want her, the person that she is, but she's gone. And it hurts to throw these possessions away. But I also, in this moment, just kept, as I threw them away, kept thinking about how insignificant they are. And as I threw the last bag in there, I just had this moment of, man, people live their whole lives trying to accumulate money, wealth, possessions, status, material things. But my mom didn't take all these things with her when she died. And either will, will you or me. And it put a healthy... Um, perspective on a way to live that yes you can enjoy possessions and but they mean nothing when you die like the person the physical person that's what matters and yes we might have some significant um, few possessions like for me it was the watch or maybe there's some certain things that your family members have given to you if, if you've passed away or whatever but at the end of the day we want just the person not the possession and it's put a lens on my life that now as the other day as I was standing at that cafe looking at the same bin where I'd stood three years ago throwing those possessions away, I'm now holding my son in my arm with a healthy perspective that this kid is what matters most, not this, the house that I can buy for him to live in or the car that we can drive in as a family or whatever it might be. No, my, my, the way I invest in my son is what matters And hopefully one day when I do pass, he can look at whether it's a watch or whatever and just like I did with my mum, a flashback of all these memories that they weren't about the things that my mom had but the way that she made me feel and the investment that she had in me. And it's just a perspective that I now have forever that the possessions can rot and fade away but the people and the memories and the life that they live will stay with us forever. And so that's what I wanted to share with you in this episode. I am, again, so humbled that you would listen to this story and I'd encourage you to think about in your life that, hey, is your attachment to your possessions and things in your life too strong? Is there relationships that you need to mend? Is there conversations that you need to have? Is there a text message that you need to send and tell someone you love them who you haven't told them that you love them in a really long time? but again, I'm so grateful that you listened to this and it really would mean so much to me if, if you would leave a review or, or share maybe a story in the comment section or, or send me an email. I'd love to hear from you guys. Um, maybe some of your personal grief story or anything that resonates with you. It means so much to me and would love you to share this with your friends. Um, but yeah, thank you guys and I will see you on the next episode where we talk about the funeral that we had for my mom and what that was like a day that i'll never forget so i'll see you on the next episode